so nice. We had to do it twice. It is episode two of Entrepreneurs here on Disqualified Opinions. You already know what we do in the segment. We highlight and just give love and support to the black entrepreneurs in the area, no matter what they do. Because we know being an entrepreneur is not easy, and we definitely want to give them the exposure they deserve. And more importantly, we want you to buy that damn stuff, just like you watch this show. Gang's all here. What's up, fellas? What's going on? How y'all feeling today? Hey, yo, my name is no longer Wild Rouse, yo. He is the wild one, yo. <laughs> what entrepreneur does not want you to buy that he stuff? He is the wild one. Shut up and take my money. He is hey. the wild one. <laughs> Just like I want you to listen to the show, spend money on our entrepreneurs, and of course, watch the Qualified Opinions. Another illustrious guest here in the chair of the guest. <laughs> I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, what's up, man? I'm Scooter. Uh, I tattoo. <laughs> you're related to this guy. Kind of like an NFL. You're related yeah, to this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah, like I'm an actually, NFL. I'm actually a cousin of uh, a Rouse over here. Wow, Rouse. His wild Byron. I'm just Rouse now. Oh, Not the, wild. The freaking deacon. You're the cousins with the freaking deacon. Wow. <laughs> wow, America. You. This is a real treat. You're in for a real treat today. Not only is he your cousin, he is your real life tattoo model. All right, yeah. Uh, if you haven't that. seen the uh, the artwork on uh, the freaking Deacon's uh, physique, as you can see, Exhibit A, you want to stick your arm out? Appreciate you, sir. Uh, this is just some of it. So I'm guess I'm just sitting here looking at this, and I want to ask, what got you into t- tattooing? Like, uh, I kind of fell into tattooing by chance, and then I then I fell in love with it. But like, I don't know. I was going through some things in life. And uh, I always been drawing and in and, and art and all that. And I had a uh, I had a friend of mine give me a tattoo machine that he had received from a client of his because he was a barber. And I let it sit in the corner forever. I I'm not touching it. I'm not ready to like just start tattooing people. That's just crazy. But eventually, I worked up the nerve. And I did my research and I just started tattooing. And self taught. Now I'm here. Self taught. Dang. Self taught tattoo artist. This is some good work, man. Yeah, man. It was it was hard uh, uh, learning though, because a lot of times in the tattoo industry, it's hard for well, it was or whatever. It was hard for black people to actually get into it. Because mm-hmm. you go to all these shops and ask for apprenticeships and try to learn how to tattoo, and right, they don't be with it. They don't be trying. They don't be trying to help you out. They don't be trying to talk to you. They be trying to answer no questions. They just look at you like you're a nuisance. And mm-hmm. You just gotta do what you gotta do if it's Probably. something you want to do. How long did it take you to learn? You self-taught. Ah, man. Uh, I've been tattooing for about 10 years, and, like, I think I learned and was and got serious or should have been, been taken more seriously in my last, like, four years. Um, have you done your own tattoos? Unfortunately, yes. I have <laughs> tons of tattoos that I have fucked up on myself, man. Tons of tattoos that I didn't, I shouldn't have got just because it's taking up prime real estate or shouldn't have done myself. <laughs> And things I did in the mirror, bro. The cover-ups I wanted to do just because I didn't want to look at it no more. You know, hours with my legs, folded, tattooing my calf or ankle. Terrible idea. If you tattoo, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. Just save the space. Go collect from an artist you like or you rock with or you fuck with for real. And just save the space. Get something nice. What do you do when you mess up? What you mean when you I mess up? It's permanent. I'm not allowed to mess up. I mean, back then, okay. I just messed up and just kept it moving, bro. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like... Now you good. Now I'm not allowed to mess up, bro. Got you. you know, now they pay me for a certain level of quality. How can they keep up with you? They want to see this quality work, social media, other sites you use, platforms? Um, Right now, I'm tattooing out of 
secret location in Maryland. Uh, SacredGroundStattooCompany.com. It's the website. You can keep me on Instagram through uh, Scoot Tattoos. That's S C O O T Tattoos. Hopefully, you can spell tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah, just keep up and follow my work, man. If not, it'll be in the description. For sure, for sure. What are some words of advice you would give to people that may want to do what you're doing, maybe afraid, like you said, not want to take that leap, or anything entrepreneurship-wise? Uh, well, if you get into tattooing, bro, I, honestly, the days of apprenticeships are dead. Uh, I feel like no one said this, but it needs to be said, like, days of apprenticeships are dead. Your old school apprenticeships where you come in and be a slave and mop the shop for a year, and then finally, hopefully, you get to touch a tattoo machine. That's all dead, man. All that hazing stuff is gone. The internet and, and having the amount of resources we have as people uh, allows for, you know, people to become self-taught or, or you know, learn from others in a more efficient way than the old hazing style. So I say, you know, the best the best thing you do as a tattoo artist who's up and coming is to go get tattoos. Find an artist that you really like. Respect the way they, they work, manage their bookings or whatnot. Email them however they like to be contacted. Contact them that way. Pay full price, don't look for no discounts. Ask questions when you're getting tattooed. Explain to them, you know, that you're interested in the art. Ask, you know, what you could do, what you could do possibly in their opinion. You know, um, don't necessarily bombard them with pictures of your terrible tattoos in your phone that you did on an orange or a banana or somebody. <laughs> um, bro, and just keep a pencil in your hand. If you're not drawing every day, you might as well just go ahead and not even worry about tattooing. What, uh, what are some of... Get it out. It was something important you said that I don't think people, you know, really, you know, take heed to. And it's a problem that, well, it's not a problem. It's just something I don't like. Like when people go to, you know, like these stores, they don't ask for discounts. Like you said, pay full price for even oh, yeah. wanting to talk to someone. Like, oh, man. Don't ask for a discount. Like, that's literally still that man's time. You feel me? Like, you don't go to these regular stores and like, oh, chips 25 cent? I only got 20 cent. Can I get... No, you're still going to have to pay 25 cent. But <laughs> me saying that, so how did you come up with your pricing um, for the tattoos? In the beginning, it was a lot more simple. I had a lot more time to tattoo, like, friends and guinea pig on people and mm-hmm. demo on fellas and whatnot. And, like, uh, so, I mean, as, as I guess... Guinea pig, bro. As I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> as as my skill level grew and my time, like, the amount of time I had available to do these things diminished, my value went up as an artist. And as my value rose, I began to, ex- I began to tattoo friends and family less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're not a lot of them are willing to pay that price tag because they're not used to it mm-hmm. or because they feel like they're entitled to your time as a friend or family member. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just like it gets difficult when I got a guy here willing to pay me a thousand dollars to spend spend a couple hours with him and you know, man, you've been boys for life and you just like, Yeah, yo, I need something right now And it's like, bro, you gotta respect my time or when I can get you in, I can get you in. But as 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 the skill grows and the time gets diminishes, it's less and less opportunities for me to tattoo friends, homies, and things like that. I mean, to the point where, as though you know, in the next year or so, I'll I'll be requesting a minimum from a minimum from my friends and family. Like you know, like I won't be, you know, if my book is filled with thousands of dollars worth of appointments, I'll you know, you guys, my family, have to pay my minimum at least. You know, exactly. and I, I'm I'm I'd have to just stress to them that they're not you're not entitled to my time. 
Hone your skills. Oh, and that so way they're paying for time. You're not entitled to anybody's time nor their passion. When um when did you first start drawing and have you always been into art? Oh yeah, bro. I've been drawing since 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 I knew how. Um originally it was like some delinquent type shit, man. I was just drawing on desks and drawing on paper and in the in the school bathroom drawing on shit, you know, I got bored in school real quick. Um because I think I was like I learned fast, so I was just like on some like all right, we. I got two plus two. You know, Jimmy doesn't get it. Fuck Jimmy, man. You know, <laughs> just keep going with this shit because I got bored. So like, eventually, I just be like, all right, bet. So I just started fading out and drawing in my own little head and mind. Um, and like, it, I started drawing Dragon Ball Z characters everywhere. You know, my test. I'd be done my test early. I just start drawing the back of it. Failed a couple tests because of it. Wow, you know. But, <laughs> you know, um, I actually got accepted into school for arts for drawing. But, you know, mom gave me a choice, and I was just like, nah, I don't want to do this. Because, I don't know, something about being told when to draw, how to draw, as I was learning to draw. It just wasn't, didn't set well with me as a kid. But, I mean, hindsight, kind of wish I did go. Yeah. But, you know, so, I mean, my whole life has been filled with, like, just art and drawing, painting, you know, constantly. Did you have an inspiration? What, as far as drawing? Yeah. Um, my inspiration came a lot from... Uh, People like Stan Lee, uh, who the goat, yeah, who originated mm-hmm. Marvel, and uh, Akira Toriyama, who's uh, who's credited with you know Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really paid attention to their art styles and how they like paved the way for a lot of like things artistically that are available in their medium today. You know, like superheroes were redesigned by Stan Lee. Now we got like you know tons of them, and they're all written by a bunch of different people and whatnot. And it's just like. You know, it's just a bunch of different art styles out there that you can appreciate. So what, I guess what, um, because I I think it's called Ink Master or something like that as a show. So I'm I'm watching it. No, because I know. He hates that show. Oh, he for real? Yeah, man. All right. I don't really watch it like that neither, but I know that they were talking about different, like, uh, types of tattoos. Yeah, if I mean, that makes sense. So, I mean, there are, there, are, there are different types of tattoos, different styles. So uh, what is your primary or your go-to I guess style of tattoo um, I know you mentioned like I Dragon do. Ball Z so I was thinking so, anime yeah, I, specialize, like I specialize in like uh, cartoon anime work on brown skin mm-hmm. um, then I you know for it's, it's like my secondary it's just black and gray realism okay um, and then color realism mm-hmm. so you know uh, it it took a while to, to get where I'm at as far as like color goes because you know you gotta study color theory then it takes years of applying it to brown skin to understand how ink reacts with brown skin and, you know, just being bold enough and confident enough to actually just start applying color yeah, to brown people because, you know, it's been this myth that you can't do color on brown skin, you know. I, I don't believe it. I just think you got to just apply what works, when it works, how it works, and just understand it, know the craft. So, I mean... That's what's up. I hope that answered your question. No, it did. <laughs> how you feel about all these reality shows showing the tattoo oh, industry? Go ahead, man. say it. Say how you feel. That's right. Come oh, on, man. say it. I got an email from Ink Master. Really? Yeah, they invited me on my show. I, I emailed them back. I told them, uh, <laughs> <they> suck my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Because I mean, honestly, it's just it's all a, it's off a show, bro. It's off like, a show. Okay. The people they invite on the show. You know, it's just like one to two good tattoo artists, and the rest of them are just some shit. Personality, yeah. Really it's just all like, you know, like, just all right, this is cute. We can, we can, we can, we can make a design on a bus with postcards, but bro, I don't really give a shit about that. And I mean, not only that, but then it's just like they invite anybody. If you got a certain amount of followers, you can fly you out to New York, waste a bunch of your time. You know, <laughs> they'll they comp you for it, but they don't give you the money that you would have made on that time that you're filming at mm-hmm. home. 
you know, a couple hundred dollars a day, and then, you know, they send you back home whenever, and all these NDAs, and then you got contracts where you gotta where you gotta show up to other events and stuff. And reality show TV tattooing is just a joke, man. This mm-hmm. is a joke. Black Ink Crew is a joke. The whole uh, Ink Master. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some good tattooers on on Ink Master and stuff like that. But like, it's all it's all just just this weird competitive thing. Yeah, right I there. think it's just <clears throat> to show. You know the way society is now, like, just to put something on TV, like we were talking about, you know, basketball-wise and stuff like that, mm-hmm. those are things that literally should not be on TV. Like, <laughs> people fighting and throwing juices and wine at each other, like... I, I, I don't get it, man. I've always... Sports, so. <clears throat> all this drama stuff, man, I don't get it, bro. I'm all, I've always been about, about like, just this, this, this focus thing where I'm at, man. It's just like... That's what's you know, crazy. The drama part is what literally drives, like... TV, unless Bro, it's like sports. No talent sports, needed. It's all drama, news, everything else. I agree, drama, man. This like, is it's, it's all questionable. Yeah. It's all questionable. Like, who care? Why do you care? <laughs> Why if you if you watch reality TV and you care about basketball, I don't watch basketball. Wise, but like, yeah, yeah. But why do I care that this guy is doing this? And he got to fight this guy because his wife did. This? Bro, who, who, right. Why? <laughs> what do you What do you care for? <laughs> Bro, who cares? We'll have an allegedly seven where we ask women that. Um, <laughs> what's next for you? <laughs> um, on shop, what's up? Well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm in the middle of opening up the private studio, which is the secret location, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so is it really a secret location? Or yeah, bro. It's, it's, oh, okay. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. And if you got an appointment, you'll get sent to address. If it's not, idea, if not, you can't Google me. You can't, you can't, I mean, you can't Google location. You can't call it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to contact with me, you got to email me, bookings.scooter at gmail.com. Um... Yeah, and other than that, bro, like I don't, we don't, I don't necessarily want or need people pulling up on me asking me, you know, to do names and infinity symbols and butterflies on the. On the <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily need. What is the tattoo you do too much of that you hate? Um, well, I don't do them no more. Okay. I well, what to, was one? That I you, used to do the I, feather flies. I, bro, the feather that breaks away in the, <laughs> the birds. Feather birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, that infinity symbols. The infinity symbols with the feathers, mm. or the infinity symbol with the feathers that break into the birds with a name in it. Um, Find oh, some oh, new ideas. Oh, I cannot stand the, the word quote down the spine, bro. It's just so much. It's just it's just a waste oh, of space. Because mm. not only do you have this one like thing down the middle of your back, bro, but then like the rest of your back is now compromised. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, have to go around you, that you glue quote. this much space and this much space working with this much space. Mm. Like, bro, why? Just get a full back piece, something nice. What's your favorite tattoo you've ever done? Huh. Impossible to answer. Top five. I can't, bro. I don't know, bro. It's hard to name. What's your favorite tattoo? I've done, I've done a lot of tattoos, honestly, and it's, it's really hard to, to, to yeah, narrow I'm it down to, to my favorites. This looks like um, favorite tattoo that you have on your own person. My favorite tattoo that I have on myself? Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know it's how many probably, tattoos you It's have? probably... Nah, I don't count. It's probably... Might be my Tupac portrait on my calf. What's your favorite tattoo you did on me? Uh, my favorite one on you would probably be uh, the Ravens logo. Over under tattoos over fifty. What do you mean? You have more me? than fifty or less? Yeah, than 50? yeah, yeah. Do yeah. I have more than fifty? At this point, you should probably just count. So like who has more? Who tattoos? Out of y'all two, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, think. I think we're about the same now. Uh, at this we point. close. We close. Yeah, it's not, it's not even a matter. It's not even. A we stop counting count. tattoos. We count areas now. Yeah, I mean, he I has me beat on areas. I started counting hours on my on my like newer work. So since I started counting hours, he got me beat on hours. Yeah. 
Well, I stopped counting tattoos. I stopped counting my tattoos probably like 2012. Probably like 2012. We were in high school, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) We were not in high school. We were in college. You were like one year removed. We were pretty much in high school still. You were one year removed from high school. One year in school. In college. Like 2012. Because at that point, um, you already had about 50. I had two sleeves. Um, I pretty much tell people now I got what? One, two, three, four. I don't count my chest. So I got like six tattoos. Um, yeah, people tell me I'm crazy every time they, every time I say it. But <laughs> tell people, count them how you want to count them, bro. Big facts, they big yours. Facts. You own them. Um, what are some of the hardships and challenges that you faced along your journey? Um, I mean, I've been in the, I've been in the struggling artist phase. Uh, you know where, you know, you, you don't know when your next meal gonna come. I've been in the, ta- I've been in the live like paycheck to paycheck phase, where it's tattoo to tattoo phase. Uh. It's been difficult being black, bro. I ain't going to hold you. Um, being black and, and tattooing is rough, bro, because sometimes, you know, it's just like you got to jump through so many hoops to, to actually legally tattoo. Mm. And and these are the, 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 the steps that you have to take in order to legitimize yourself as a business aren't taught to you. No yeah. one no one anywhere in my life ever came to me and said, yo, if you want to own a business, these are the steps you need to follow. This is how you legitimize yourself. This is how you make money. This is how you pay yourself. This is how you... Keep up with your finances so that you can file taxes so that you won't go to jail. Facts out the big No one ever taught me that. You know what I mean? In high school, I learned a whole lot about the Holocaust, bro. So much about the Holocaust. I, bro, I, probably, I probably know Anne Frank's blood type, bro. I ain't <laughs> you, like, but like, I didn't learn anything about taxes, bro. No one my, ever, no one I'm ever. I do my taxes, but I don't do them. Bro, no one ever taught you about taxes in high school. No one ever said, yo, no when you get older, financial you have to pay the government yeah, this much of what you make. No financial there's literacy. No, there's you're not no, taught about like, nah. medical insurance. You're not taught about the things that Bro, you need. Life insurance. I didn't, know, I didn't know that you received a penalty on your taxes for not having yeah. life insurance. Yeah. I mean, for not having health insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The irony. Bro, Which I, isn't I had given. no idea. So imagine imagine my surprise the first time I actually legitimately used taxes. Me having to report income from like all these different apps like Cash App and PayPal and all of them. Because they report them for you. They don't tell you that. But they report your income That's why for telling you. people. So. Watch that cash When you do. So when I first get them, I'm like, all right. And I'm just get a tax person and pay my taxes. That third. I get all these penalties and fees for not having this and not having that and not understanding this. And it's just like, bro, why do I owe the government so? Why did I have to pay the government so much money when just for not having health insurance mm-hmm. on myself? Like, I didn't get it. That they don't <laughs> give to you for free. They don't. Story. Shout out to Obamacare. But, but yeah, I think that, that one of the hardest things coming up as an entrepreneur is not knowing how to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. until you are an entrepreneur and you're just kind of in the dark with one hand out looking for like, you know, it's what's cra- next so you don't bump in any walls. It's crazy that you bring it up because I agree with you. I think it's one of the worst things, but I think it's one of the best things as well. Um, you're not knowing yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, because I feel as though if... If everybody could be an entrepreneur, everybody would be. But everybody can't be an entrepreneur. So. Exactly. Even if you even if you educate even if you educate everyone and give everyone an opportunity to understand what being an entrepreneur is, I, not everyone has the capability or the skill set or the the determination or the mindfulness to actually commit to and and execute these. I'm things. not disagreeing with that. But what I think happens is if everybody applies themselves to being an entrepreneur, 
I think the economy suffers to a certain extent as well. Yeah. So I don't mean it on a literal sense because I do think that it's things that should be taught. I'm not. It doesn't have to be a degree in college or anything like that. I mean, it could. I'm not really mad at it either way. I think business degrees are stupid, by the way, but yeah. neither here nor there. Um, but I think that it would kind of sully what it is. I think part of being an entrepreneur is knowing that you're throwing yourself to the wolves and trying to figure out if you're going to come out the other I side mean, as a but that's And I thing. agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and and that's why I said not everyone's cut out for it. Like, not oh, everyone's okay. cut out to be a doctor. Being a doctor is never. easy. I would never. You know what I'm saying? I can't even hold my phone straight. So yeah, you and it, but there are also people out here, there are also people out here who work standard, uh, well, nine to fives, you know, the, the typical yeah, that's why I was nine to fives. That. And they're fine with that because, you know, they know that a entrepreneur lot of is security. People, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot security. of people are not, exactly. They People love security. That's security. Yeah, bro. And as you saying people, if we all had the chance to be entrepreneurs, we would take it. I disagree. I think some people would. A lot of poor folks. I think. Yeah, I, that's my thing. A lot I think a of lot of people would there. do it, and then that would happen. And then, and like, then they would say, "Oh, it's not a lot of education." But either. that's what I'm saying. Not I don't even think a lot of people would even do it just because there is that thought there that yeah, I could bro, potentially have. Don't have the work ethic. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. I'm gonna hold you, this bro. Is, this a lot of people. I have a job to do. A lot of people out here struggling rappers. Yeah, I understand it, but they don't still think- work in that Burger King. That's what I'm <laughs> Most like, of them yeah, trap, but that's, that's another story for me. Like people <laughs> love just knowing where the money is coming from. They can hate their job all they want, but they know they get security paid every two weeks. But you still want to do that exactly. Other thing. Yeah. The, a lot of people are not willing to bet on themselves. When I say that, right, so y'all like, quitting our jobs and going full steam with this. Oh, I mean, I, mean we, I, I did that already. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, I just don't think a lot of people like if we had the opportunity. I know we would because. We sitting here doing. I mean, this is free time. I, I, it's not me? like, I, and also in all fairness, the piggyback on what you just said. It's not like I just never worked a job and worked for myself. Oh no, 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 no! No, you got to be. Feel like you got to be for the transition. You yeah. have to transition. You have to understand what work is and how it work. And I feel like you got to work to know that you don't want. And then you can learn how businesses work. You learn how businesses work. You know, like along this journey that I've been going on, I've been going through a lot of stuff, and the one thing I've done is research a lot. So like. I've looked at a lot of successful entrepreneurs currently and like what they've come up with. Um, and I'm not, I think everybody has a different path in regards to what they're going to take. So um, I don't think that entrepreneurs don't have to go to college because you'll hear a lot of people, like you said in a previous segment, entrepreneurs will tell you college isn't the way. Your path is your path. There's nobody out here that can lay down a yellow brick road for you outside of yourself. Bro, Nobody that, knows that's, what that's, you that's need pretty except much you, it, bro. Like, yeah. oh, that's pretty much it. I don't think anybody. I don't think anyone should tell anybody what they can or can't do. I think people should should you discover li- for themselves. You can listen I, to I my didn't, story. I personally, like, I personally tried college, and as an entrepreneur, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you don't need college. College is dumb. I'm. I mean, I think we should take more of a neutral approach. It's like, bro, if you want to go to college, go to college, try it out, see if it's for you. You got to go to college to know you don't like college. I mean, I think that I, I, I think that so. I think that college. I think everyone technically should go to college, but I'm not sure if everyone should finish. Personally, I agree. My mindset on college is student loans are so expensive. They outrageous. Free education. How about that? Good luck. Forty-five. Do it. Good luck. Good luck. Um, But see, I'm I'm a big business. If they said, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Everybody be entrepreneurs or whatever. If they said free, um, we said free education. You think everybody would go to college? I think more people would go to college if it was free education. I mean, hundred percent. I agree. I would. I would have. If you look at if you look at the student loan deficit in regards to debt from like debt to income ratio Mm -hmm. for most people coming out of college, that sways so many people to going to college. So many people like I can I can use myself. Us three, we all went to DSU. DSU was thirty six thousand a year. Thirty two. Thirty two. Too damn much. If you compare that, and that was out of state. 
Morgan is what sixteen max. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle so it's like, what, 15, it's like, like I literally went to Dell State and was like, I'm paying twice as much as I would pay in state for probably mm-hmm. what will be about the same exact education. Yep. Now, what I will say is, Delaware taught me so much that being in Maryland didn't. Because Which in Delaware, I, mm. I literally was outside of my element. I went to it's a whole other state it's that I've different. never been in. I had no idea the food, the would people, be, would or be the understanding. Would it be fair to, to say that the, uh, that it taught you more about life than it did like education? Yeah, education well, but I see, think I'm, that's I'm, college I'm, in general. Yeah, I think. That's what I I think everyone should go to college because I think it teaches you more. It teaches you life. Yeah, I mean, I mean, realistically, college is you. You are made to teach yourself in college. Yeah, college really. taught me that one. You're an adult now. My freshman year of college, I took morning classes. That was the only year of college that I ever took a morning class I never ever knew. in my college year. After wow. that, I, I prefer the classes where you went to them once a week and they were three hours long. And everybody told me I was so crazy and weird, <laughs> but I would rather go to your class for one time a week and sit in there for three hours and fall really asleep. sit there. Mm-hmm. Nah, I never fell asleep. That's crazy. <laughs> I never fell asleep. Because <laughs> everybody learns differently. I'm the kind of person where that week to week, I will fall off. Like it's like yo, we just talked about this. Like you said, yeah. little Jimmy in the corner still under still don't understand that two plus two is two. I got two. bored and stopped and going to classes, bro. So that's it was sad. just like that. That's and how then, it was college for me. I was I'm like, like a lot of college was filled with a lot of late nights, and I'm not trying to get up at six, seven o'clock in the morning to go to yeah, class the next day. So it was just one of those things. Um, but really quickly, um, just kind of piggyback on what I was saying in regards to like entrepreneurs. Um, I myself found myself searching through like a lot of things on like YouTube and Instagram. In regards to different aspects, like even this podcast, like when I first decided to start this, um, I was afraid. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I did not think that this was something that was gonna be successful or not be successful. I didn't know how to market myself to make you come to me versus listening to ESPN or whatever Fox. Yeah, whatever. Um, So what I did was I didn't even look at. Well, I, I follow tons of podcasts on YouTube now. To the point where I, I wanted to pick apart the different elements of different podcasts and what I liked about them. And I also had to understand that this was a process. So I was never going to get it right on day one. And it's possible that on day 365, I still don't have it right. Like you said it yourself. It took you six years into your career to really be able to say, I'm a master at what I'm doing. Now, I think that, I mean, who knows? My dream is to be the next Shannon Sharp slash Joe Button out this month. But... I'm just trying to be Antoine for real. So at the end of the day, I can only be me. Yeah, bro. I mean, that fear, that 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 whole the fear thing you was talking about. I mean, yeah, you be you be a damn fool to 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 get into something and not have a fear. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're an entrepreneur, if you're if you're starting a, a business or making a new a move that's going to change the the actual course of your life under no circumstance. You know, should you should you not be afraid? Like you should feel fear. If you don't feel fear, something's wrong, and you probably shouldn't be doing it, or it's gonna fail. Well, just so y'all know, most businesses fail the first year. So if you're in a business and you're in the negative your first year, it's it's bound to happen. It's it's very rare that you see a business, business in a profit and, yeah. in the first year. A so. lot of people think it's supposed to go like that, though. And that's I mean, why I think a lot start of a business, you have, just to, quit. you have to put income in so it just much to start in the negative. Right. Like, even like he said, just off the time itself. Like not a, We don't put a lot of emphasis on the time and that we waste in regards to... That's what I resource you got, man. Yeah. It's the only thing you People the only think thing stuff just back. happens. Like, no, you got to put time in. You don't Nothing just, happens oh, overnight. I want to be this. And it happens the next day. No. Like... Unless, unless you're a lucky rapper and you happen. Nothing to happens church. overnight unless you're white. 
Remember that, folks. That's this what is we why he with. is wow. Y'all be, this is what wild. is wrong about what I said? This is wild. How can I keep up with you? <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Scoot Tattoos. You can hit the website, sacredgroundtattoocompany.com. Invitation only, right? Invitation only, be done. You, can, you can't you can, sit with us. You can That's email me said. at bookings.scooter at gmail.com. I can I get mean, you in you know, for $1,000. <laughs> Not, you think he can get you from a location where you need an invitation? Shh, I'm trying to get a thousand dollars. They don't know that. Hey, bro, that's between y'all two. He's, right. he's money and they can check out all y'all work on your various yep. social media. So you check out all the work on the, on the Instagram and on the website. Updated frequently. The Instagram is updated as much as I can be with social media. I'm terrible at social media. Um, I try to. I don't respond to DMs either. So that's the thing. Uh, I feel like I have to tell people that because. People don't really understand that you don't. That I, I just I don't have time to to flip through my DM. Um, yeah, bro, just hit me on the gram, uh, uh, email, and the website. All this info will be down below. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And until next week with another entrepreneur, we gone.